1: Thank you so much for joining us here in the KEXP studios. I'm Cheryl Waters, and I'm so excited to be down here with a band that we have loved for a very long time and always happy to have stopped by KEXP. Please help me welcome all them witches. So glad to have you here. Glad to be back. Uh, it's so great to see all of you. I'm so excited to hear some live music from you. So why don't you start us off with some music, and then we'll catch up. All righty.
2: All is well, I cannot tell Should I clear my throat For to lay the hammer down I'll wait and see In spite of the common misconception From all the little clowns Let's make some moves I've got Like I need Round my worries, I'm sleeping. Sadness for the young Jealousy and blagy greed Water's now the only seed Keeps the nation big under. Behold my power Nothing changes nothing You shake and cower Nothing changes nothing 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 changes nothing
1: which is live on KEXP. I have to catch my breath. That was so good. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much.
0: We're just happy to be around.
1: Uh, we're so happy to have you here. It's so great. Ben, Robbie, Parks, Alan, welcome back. It's so great to see you. Um, a little behind-the-scenes thing. During sessions, I bring my phone in just in case the uh, board op or the engineer just need to send me a little message about something, and it lit up. Um, during See You Next Fall, your first song, I was in the middle of blitta, Blissed Out State, and my friend sent me a picture of a puppy. <laughs> <And> I was <laughs> like, oh my God, all them witches and puppies. I
0: wish just... we had puppies here right now.
1: I know, I know. But all my serotonin levels just surged, just listening to you and seeing pictures <laughs> of puppies. But oh my gosh, it's so great to have you here. You're in Seattle in the middle of a three-night run and playing songs from a different album, Every night, which sounds so fun. Lightning at the door, dying surfer meets his maker, and sleeping through the war. And uh, Ben told me right before the session that when he was 17, his parents let him go to Australia for a month to go surfing. So now I'm never going to hear that album the same again.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Your parents just let you go for a month? This is true. It was a, I guess this is on, it was a, a surf team that I qualified for and yeah it was wild it was like me and 20 other 16 and 17 year olds in australia with like two chaperones so wow it was fun
1: that sounds like a fun time a month in australia All the chaperones
3: years. went to jail by the way <laughs>
1: I love it. Well, you um, it looks like you've played a few of these um, multiple night shows. I saw some shows in New York and San Francisco, but how's Chicago, it been going so yeah. far? We were talking earlier about how civilized it is to spend a few days in each city instead of jump in the car and drive to the next town.
0: It's definitely got its ups and downs. Um, we, yeah, we don't have to haul gear every night and uh, you get to go home for a couple of days each week. So we did yeah, Chicago, New York, San Francisco. We have a few more else to do, but it's. I think we were really nervous because we had to we had to sit there and practice like forty something songs just to be able to make this uh, these nights work. Yeah, two sets every night, and um, yeah, I don't know. The response has been great. They're all sold out. We're so thankful for our fans and the people that come and listen and keep us um, coming back to their cities. So. Thank you,
2: Seattle.
1: I didn't actually think about that, which is obvious. That's a lot of songs to learn. I think when I go see your shows, those are such popular albums. So you do draw songs from those for your shows, but probably not all of them.
0: Yeah. And there's actually some songs that we've never played live until we started doing this. There's songs off of Dying Surfer that we just never was like, how are we going to ever do this live? But committing to this has uh, made us work a little bit harder. So it's nice to have the challenge.
1: Well, the good thing about this band is you go into the studio and you make records, but I know, having seen you many times, that those songs continue to evolve as, you know, it could be a year or two later, they've done like a 180. I don't think anyone's holding you to having it sound exactly like the record. Right, right. Um, You've been releasing... a lot of great things. You, you, you have such a dedicated fan base, and you're just constantly surprising them and giving them things. And in 2022, you released a single um, each month of the year, Plus One, A Baker's Dozen. And I remember going online and seeing uh, you post one year, 13 tracks, All of Them Witches presents A Baker's Dozen. So that's been keeping you busy. I mean, obviously, the big elephant in the room for everyone, and I'm so tired of making everyone talk about it, but was this period inactivity. And you found ways to continue to deliver something to your fans. What was that period like for you? Was, was it a restful time for the band or were you?
0: I mean, a, a forced rest. Yeah. Uh, I think that we kind of needed it as well. I mean, the universe shows up in those kinds of ways. It was awful for a lot of people and, you know, mediocre for some others. So um, yeah, the Bakers dozen. we actually didn't work for two years except for doing the the live session, the live on the internet, um, live stream thing. It's the only one we did during COVID. And, um, yeah, we, I mean, we were actually touring and stuff when we were doing the Baker's Dozen. So it's like...
3: Parks was doing vocal tracks, like on the bus.
0: Yeah. In the bus and in the green rooms. And
3: it, it seemed like a good idea, 13 singles in a year, but... It was a lot of work, a lot of deadlines. And
0: and Robbie had to make music videos for each one. So yeah. it's like a music video every month and all the art and all of the everything that comes along with doing these things. It's, it's a lot of behind the scenes.
1: Yeah, Robbie's your secret weapon. In some ways, he's responsible for getting the band together. He's your film and art wizard. That's
3: true. Can I get a close-up over here?
1: Yeah, let's <laughs> get all eyes on Robbie over there. Well... Um, I know that you talked about this a lot, but it it is pretty exciting for a music fan to talk about where you recorded um, Nothing As The Ideal at the legendary Abbey Road Studios. And I was surprised to read that it's easier than one would imagine to book a session there.
0: Yeah, I had no idea that you could actually just pay to go and record there. It is a working uh, recording studio. We just thought you had to be invited or something. I don't know. I'd never even thought about going there, and then it just happened.
3: It took... uh, We actually... I remember we got the idea in in the morning of, like, one day in the fall or something, and I, I ran it by the guys. I was like, would you guys want to do this? And then I think by that afternoon, we had 10 days booked, so it's as easy as that, and the staff there was awesome. We were afraid it was going to be like Disney World, <laughs> and we weren't allowed to, like, touch anything, but it's a super, like, it's kind of grungy, and... You're you know, they just cart out microphones that only exist there, like on a on a cart and you can use anything you want. It was it was really cool.
0: Yeah, that that whole time period was very strange. It's cause it's like, Okay, we're flying to Abbey Road, we start using this stuff and you pull out drawers full of microphones, it's like, Oh, that's the one that Clapton used, and that's the one that Hendrix used, and blah 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 and then at the same time we keep getting these like blinks from the news of like there's a virus going around and we don't know what it is. We're we're gonna call it coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And uh We actually just escaped out of England within days of them shutting down the country.
1: Gosh, can you imagine if you'd been stuck there for like a year, how different that year would have been for you?
0: Yeah, it would have been uh, totally different.
1: Well, I like that image of just wheeling carts out like a dim sum. (laughs) It's like pick your pleasure. Well, Abbey Road is a far cry from a cabin in the woods, which is something you've done on more than one occasion That's to true. make a record. I mean, how, how how did this experience feel comparatively? And also, Ben, you said you booked ten days there. Have you ever taken ten days to make a record before?
2: No.
0: Is that a no? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's usually seven. Um,
1: you do it quick.
0: I I don't. I think that the change in the space is uh, like integral for. Um, for how we do our process I mean it's a lot of you have to have different stimulus throughout the year and you do it in a different place and you try it in a different way and you get somebody else to engineer you try it yourself and so just the change is I think it's really par for the course for who we are as a band
1: There are a lot of excited fans listening right now and actually in our KEXP viewing area, which we've recently reopened after a couple of years shut down as well. And your connection with your fans is so deep. And I know that early in your career, you not only allowed but encouraged fans to tape and share um, recordings of your shows. And, you know, it's different for every musician and every artist what they want to do. But every band that I've ever known who does that has like a rabid fan base and people who come out to all their shows, follow them on tour. I know that there. I met people out in the gathering space today who traveled here and are, you know, going to all the shows. I mean, it seems like something that pays off. Um, I mean, not only with the heart love, but financially as well. I mean, they're coming out and supporting you.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's. it used to be a lot more tapers, but now it's, you know, people have nice quality video and stuff and it's things that we can't tack onto our workload as well anymore. We used to tape all of our shows and release them online and stuff. And the fact that people still want to do it. And I think that goes back to, um, how you're we saying that all each year is different for us. Um, and people come to our shows because none of the songs are the same. And, uh, I think that that's something special. I'm really grateful for all of them. Thank you for continuing to come out and support us. And, um, you know, shout out all you people from Canada that came down and Connecticut and, uh, Dean and all of our friends and um, yeah, thank
3: also, you guys. Also, people are coming to the shows because we have our brother Alan back. Which Let's give doing. it up for Alan Van Cleef. Yeah, very, very close psyched. up for Alan. Al. It was a it was a unanimous decision
1: to just write like just like old times, like it never like he never went away. That's the question, right? (laughs) Well, it is so wonderful to have you here. And we're so happy you always take time to stop by KEXP. Thanks so much for this fantastic session today. Thanks
0: for inviting us, yeah.
1: And thanks all of you that listen to KEXP and watch these sessions for supporting this listener-powered public radio station. We stream live at 90.3 FM in the Seattle area at KEXP.org and also on our free mobile apps. You can check us out, learn more about us at KEXP.org. And your listener support makes all of these sessions possible. So you can make a gift anytime at KEXP.org. And subscribe to our YouTube channel and you can find so many more great live videos. See past sessions from bands like All Them Witches as well. Once again, a big thank you to our good friends, All Them Witches. Thanks, KXP. You're listening to KEXP, where the music matters.